Every year I pick a word that helps guide and organize drive the incoming year. This year I pick the word giving. Join us as we discuss this, as we discuss this journey in my year of giving. Good morning, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Welcome to Give Well. Episode 9. Episode 9. What are we putting on the podcast this time? So, uh, so we're going to talk about the giving stuff, but I listened to this three and a half hour conversation between uh, Eric Weinstein and I forget the gentleman's name, Modern Joe Wisdom. Joe Rogan. No. Okay. The Modern Wisdom guy. Have you heard of him? Nope. I mean, he's been around. I've seen some shorts that have come in, but anyway, he it's similar style to Lex Friedman or Joe Rogan mm-hmm. or whatnot. Anyway, Eric Weinstein, I think he's a mathematician, physicist, and interesting, all kinds of other stuff. I'll send you the podcast. But um, they were talking about just the modern state of the world and how everyone is just going down the tubes. Mm. I mean, how society's on the brink of collapse. It was a pretty um, pessimistic podcast. But what I found interesting was that whether by design or by just we kind of stumbled into it, we've created these social media systems that are a reflection of mm-hmm. everything that we want and, and look for in life. For example, you know, now that we have like, we do, we already have a social credit score. It's look on your Instagram and then do you have a blue check? Do you have, how many followers do you have? How many likes do you get? Like mm. there's numbers associated with these things. Right. But what it's done is it has inhibited and they, they were talking about specifically the context of young men and becoming men and how they were stifled from things like social media, video games, pornography. These are atheistic people, by the way. These are not like Christians. So they brought those three things. But with social media, it was you don't the risk involved to, to go out physically and mm-hmm. seek to make friends with, let's just say, a powerful person or whatever. Right. It's so different than what it is now. Um, where you can kind of fake it to an mm-hmm. extent and you can get that social credit score by, you know, posting a certain way or right, whatever. Right. But it was just interesting. And then I was thinking, like, yeah, like I've started this other podcast, Stupid Questions. and Great podcast. Yeah, you guys should check it out. Um, all two of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is going to go big. This is going to go big. Um, but... I've realized, oh man, I I don't know how I feel about the emotional positivity I get from someone following me who is an Olympian or who is, you know, a professional in some kind of a sport or, you know, they're famous in their own right in their own right. Their own job or whatever. Um I was like, huh, does that really matter? And it has me thinking like, well, if I if I did grow th- personally into where I had like hundreds of thousands of followers, how would that affect me? Because I even now have been like, I I will resonate with something very strongly, but I hesitate to post it because of two reasons. One, I'm not sure what other people will think will damage my reputation. And two, mm-hmm. will it affect, will someone take it out of context? Right, right. So I'm like, hmm. Well, there's a place for tact, but I, I suppose you have to decide what you weren't what you want that place to be for you yeah hmm yeah there was a there's this interesting podcaster 
it's uh, it's incited a, a bit of controversy because she appears out of nowhere. I mean, just out of nowhere. Her name's Bobby something, and and her whole effect is to have awkward interviews with celebrities. And she starts off with a pretty big celebrity. I don't know who it was. Bobby? It's Bobby something. She's this young, young, cute girl that gets on there and has... To me, the... Uh, I, I'm not going to give a full endorsement of it, but sure. sometimes the dry humor is, is funny. But it. I think the shocking part is she starts on nothing. And overnight, she has Drake. She has, um, what's Kylie? Kylie Jenner. Jenner's boyfriend. Um, Tyga. Jonas. Oh, Tyga. I don't know. I don't know so, that world. Yeah, and just all these big names on there, and wow, this this is crazy. Bobby How, Atloff. Bobby Atloff. Atloff. That's her. It's wild. You can start overnight. Shoot the moon, you're gonna win. Who knows? Well, apparently, and dress scandalously. I'm I'm not sure what she dresses <laughs> like. So, <laughs> yeah. So you can. It is interesting in this world. I realize you can gamify some, or because everything is so gamified, you can you can play to those rules and algorithms now in a way that I wasn't truly aware of because. I, I did try and with my YouTube creating a couple of different thumbnails and a couple of different titles and trying them mm-hmm. out. And as soon as you get above a certain click-through rate, because in the beginning, YouTube will push your stuff no matter mm-hmm. what to a certain extent. And if it basically hits these checkpoints for click-through rates and view durations, it will continue to push it. So this whole idea of something being viral, I think there's two types. There's one type of viral where it's the algorithm's not necessarily involved. It's word of mouth slash sending it to people where we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're outside the algorithm. And then you have something that's like inside YouTube or Instagram whenever it gets like TikTok. That's why things were able to grow so right. fast. It was based on length of duration view. And yes. then it would push it to another device and 10 devices and whatever. Hmm. So I was like, oh, that's super fascinating because you can hmm. totally win now because I changed out a thumbnail and stuff in a title and my one of my videos went from like, a hundred views to a thousand in like two days, which isn't oh, huge for us. Um, but it, or it is huge for us, but it isn't huge for other people. So anyway, yeah, super fascinating. Um, but don't want to get off topic too terribly much. No. Um, we're talking about giving today on episode nine. It is September the is it the fourteenth? It is September fourteenth. Can you believe that? It's incredible. What a beautiful day. September fourteenth. We only have three months left. No. Four months left. Mm. No, three months. That'd be three. Three and three and ten days or so. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, what has happened since the last time we talked? Anything yet? I think our the biggest thing in in my life. That well, there are a couple things, and as as driving over here, is trying to think of some things I wanted to bring out, and. One thing is where I'm wanting to focus my giving the rest of the year unless something crazy comes up. Hmm. I was talking over with my wife as we were trying to decide what to do with August and then going into September. So she was really wanting to focus on on personal needs of, of people around us. 
I've given to a few organizations. I've given to a few individuals in the area or or that I know. Mm -hmm. But she had a great idea where she said there's plenty of families in this area who have come in, who, who may be immigrants or who may just be struggling to keep up. It'd be nice to empower the local community because often when when I think of giving, I think of, oh, the world out there needs a lot in the third world or missions, things like that. And and I think that's important, but there are people all around us who, who need help. And and if we're blessed, we should give them that. And so that's what I'm focusing on. There's a couple people that I've reached out to have a lot of nice. contacts in in the local area of families who need help. And, and that's what um, we did. Um, or September? August and, and then going to September. Nice. Yeah. So, And you know these people personally? Nope. You don't? No. Oh, so you have contacts of people? Yes. Like from like a, I would assume, church or? That's right. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, man. Yeah. When in each month that you've done this, have you included any form of communication to the party receiving? Not yet. I... I think it'd be great to to have a chance to connect and meet with them, mm -hmm. but if not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, sure. So I I do believe that giving is great, regardless if you if you see the people or not. But just know you're having a positive impact. It brings peace and happiness. Yeah. So, do you think that you'll continue doing this type of giving? to any extent going into next year? Certainly, in in a sense, I'd scale it back. I am expecting a child, and so... When is the due date, by the way? February 12th. February 12th. Yes. Oh, wow, that's like coming up, dude. Yes. So... Wow. I need to reevaluate some aspects of my finances, but certainly want to keep up giving... A consistent giving mm -hmm. at a certain amount, a certain level. the The idea of giving a thousand dollars a month uh, is is intimidating. Mm. So it it'll look different, but giving will still happen for sure. sure. Yes, those are my honest thoughts. I promise you. Continue on like trying to be at peace with what you are gonna do. I really mm -hmm. think God's going to do something great. Yeah. I really yeah. do. I don't know what it is. It may not show up this year. I think it will, but it could yeah. show up next year. But for me and, and some of the giving that I've done, whenever I've just let go and put it out there, uh -huh. it's always come back like it's something, something wild that I wasn't expecting. It's so cool to me how sometimes God gives back the desires of our heart really and truly when they're things that I haven't even like audibly mentioned mm -hmm. to him or others. It's just right. like an internal thought that sometimes I didn't even realize that I was wanting. Cause you, you know how sometimes you have either a thought or a belief or something like that. That's like unspoken. And whenever there isn't words put to it, it's not like truly realized. Right. And then right. like you someday, I don't know if you're speaking or someone asks you or whatever, you say it and then it becomes like a new realization of like, it exactly. just gives it a new a new light. It's like mm -hmm. a, a voidless ball. And then once it <laughs> has words to it, it's like you see it and you're like, oh, wow, this is, has more details than I thought. Yes. Yeah. So I'm really excited for, for that, for you. 
Yes. Well, it it is starting to get a little more scary towards the end of the year, but it's it's a good experience. Yeah. So for sure, man. I'm excited about it. Yeah. The other aspect I I sort of wanted to focus on with with what giving looks like. I was in California for a wedding and, and visiting family. But I got to spend time with my grandmother and, and I'm mm. not here trying to pat myself on the back or, or something. I, I truly, I took a couple extra days because she's getting older. Yeah. Took a couple extra days to be there and just hang out with her as, as much as I could. And uh, she's such a tremendous individual. Everything she's gone through in life. She was in in the Ukraine during oh, well. World War II and... Is it your uh, mother's side or father's? my father's side? And so she had to escape a lot of things uh, that the Soviets were doing. Her family, she had siblings die in famine. Wow. And just Can't coming imagine. out to Canada is where she settled down and then had seven children. It's it's just a wild story. And, and, and they made it and God's blessed tremendously. And so just sitting down with her and, and hearing those stories again. And I... There's something so positive about sitting down with the people who've brought you here in life, whether it's family or, or maybe it's some of just the elderly people in your community. You sit down and you talk to them about their life stories. I think having that moment of time to to give up the rush and everything in life and just sit down and what are their stories? What have they been going through? Mm-hmm. For one, it's meaningful to them. I think it makes a big difference that someone wants to hear them, but it's of tremendous value to you that you can hear, hey, people have gone through all this wild stuff and and it turned out okay. God yeah. led. God was with them. And if he was with them, he'll be with you. Yeah. So it, that was an aspect of giving that really was was touching to me this month, that giving of time. And in those moments, just to be with people who are important in your life, uh, the elderly specifically in this case. I think of the Bible verse where I believe it's the fifth commandment. God says, honor your father and mother that the days, your days on this earth may be long. It's one of the few commandments that has a promise attached to it. I think it's actually the only one with a promise attached Mm. to it. In that, when you honor your your parents, or perhaps even the people in your life who've made it possible for you to be where you're at, there's there's a blessing. Mm. There's a blessing of life and and of a peaceful, long life there. Yeah, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with wisdom too. I remember hearing that my mom used to say that to me, and I remember we were living. I think I was. Let's see. I would have been about eight years old, maybe seven, right around there, right before we moved out of this little town, Morganton, North Carolina. And we lived hmm. on this uh, road called Zion Hill Road. Zion Hill. Zion Hill. And across the road was this apple orchard that kind of went down into this gully. And I liked going over there. But my hmm. mom was always saying, like, don't cross the street. Yes. Because uh, people would drive through like back crazy. And As you would. And and I don't, yeah. Should you be back in town? Yeah. And what's wild is, I don't know, I don't remember why exactly this like clicked and made sense, but I was standing in our driveway, which mm-hmm. aimed to, at that orchard if you were to back out or go out, you know. Right, right. And I'm looking across the road and this car goes flying by. And I remember what she said. 
like in the day, you know, honor your father and mother and your days should be long or something like that, paraphrase. And I remember thinking like, oh, well, she told me to do that. My day is going to be longer because I'm not going to get hit by a car. Mm. So there was a very, like, very practical yes, in my seven or eight. Yeah, in like, <laughs> I, when I when I heard that or in my mind, like a light bulb just click went off. And I was like, that's it. And it seems so prof- profound now. And it still holds that same impact in me. But, you know, when I think about it now, it's just like such a small thing because there's so many more applications. There's right. wisdom. There's, right. you know, so many things that your parents are looking out for you. And I don't know why that just hit me so hard. But that's funny. Yeah. But it hit me right there. And I was but like, very true. It is very true. Like, you don't get hit, hit by, by a car. car. Your days will be long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, well, that's really neat uh, with the, the grandparents. Um you know, I've struggled with that myself of giving time to grandparents because our our family's super fragmented. So my father's side, I he's got we've got his right. mom, but we're not very close. And she is still alive. I probably should go see her, to be honest. Where does she live? Uh, I believe she's living in North Carolina right now. Oh. Um, with her son-in-law, ex son-in-law. I guess still son-in-law. His my aunt passed away, so I it's he's still son-in-law. I don't know why I was saying that. But anyway, so she lives there. And then my my uh, mom's side, um, her father lives in Ohio. You know, like, we never had a super good relationship with him. And then my mom's mom is probably the one who I could have the best relationship with. But because we see so different, the world and so different, and there's so much, like, family drama, I've just, like, never taken the time to, like, truly invest in hmm. them. Which I may I regret later. You can one say. way to find out. Yeah, there's only one way to find out. Go do yes. it. Yeah, I think if anything, just trying to sit down with them once and hear their life story, their experiences. I think it teaches you a lot about who you are and and why you do some of the things you do. It's yeah. very eye opening. Yeah. Is your grandmother Adventist? She is. Yes. She came from, I think her her father converted. They were in a Mennonite community there in oh, wow. the Ukraine. And it was, you know, it's an insane story. How old is she? 96. Wow, that's fantastic. And she's still pretty sharp, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sharp. No, you got some good no genes. dementia or anything. She goes on a mile or two walk every day. And Are you serious? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Do you have a picture of this lady? Uh, somewhere. Yeah, I want to see that. I'll have to show yeah, you. Yeah, you have to show yeah. me. That's amazing. I hope at 96 I'm still doing yeah. that kind of stuff. That's really that's really fantastic. Yeah. Maybe my next year is going to be the year of reconnection then. Like what if oh. I bought what if I bought tickets to go and spend just one or two days going and visiting each grandparent? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm most afraid of? They'd be thrilled. I'm most afraid of though being disappointed in that it's just going to be like this Stressful, bust. just a complete bust. Which I mean, hey, if you try, you tried. I can sleep better, maybe. But now you would know. No, I would that know. You made the effort. I'm gonna think about that pretty deeply. That might be my year, my word year. I've never had a year word or word of the year, so it'd be tremendous. The year of the reconnect. The year of reconnect. Yeah. Hmm. Well, very cool. I, I think it's it's important. It's helped me a lot. Sometimes just reconnecting with 
people who've made a difference in your life. I tend to do that sometimes if I think of someone, I'll just reach out to them, text them, reach out to them. Yeah, it's been eight, nine years. My wife thinks it's insane to FaceTime someone after that amount of time. But oh, you FaceTime them? Sometimes, sometimes I text them. Sometimes, yeah. you know what? Let's see what they're doing right now. My wife says, that's like, not so... even text. You just straight FaceTime them. <laughs> My wife says that's so invasive. She's I, probably I like right. It. it seems like it would be uncomfortable, but they're most likely going to answer if you had a connection with them because they're like, wait, something must be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so great. Good for you. I got to try that out. I should just go through my contacts list. Call every single person no, on not your a... contacts list. <laughs> Start... Make sure the X's are off. Yeah. Start like a 200-person group chat. Or that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool, man. Well, good deal. Is there anything else you wanted to share about that you've been hiding? I think those were the big things. I'm excited to see how things go with the families. Yeah. We talked to this these next few months. Nice, yeah. Dustin will be getting some good stories. Yeah. And as you continue on your journey for fatherhood yes. and preparation, I look forward to breaking that down a little bit more, especially as we get closer to November, December. Love it. All right. Exciting. Good deal. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Tune in next time. We'll catch you on later. Give well. Mm-hmm.